Hello, everyone. Welcome or welcome back to today's Daf, Daf, Kaf, Chaf, Tet, Amor, Aleph. Um, I believe we have six Daphim left of Sakhashana, which is incredulously amazing. Oh, it worked. <coughs> um, that didn't work. Okay, so I don't remember where we left off from yesterday, so we're just going to start from the Mace today. So we could go over um, the challenge of Rabbi Zero's opinion. Okay, so May today. Challenged from the ruling of our Mishnah, which said, I over Achor Rebbe says, you know, if we already learned this, then what is it? It's Chazara, Chazara, Chazara. Because what are the three ways of learning Gemara and really anything? You have to do Chazara, and then after that, you do more Chazara, and then after that, I guess what you do? You do Chazara. Great. So, Gishman. So, Mitzvah, they, um, they brought in a higher source from the ruling of our Mishnah, which said, I over Achor Rebbe says, if we were passing by Bekanese, or his house was closed to Bekanese, the point is that you happened to have been by a big he heard the sound of shofar or on perm he heard the sound of the other. this is now like more relevant nowadays i feel like because like unless you're walking down the street and there just happens to be a outdoor meeting there's one right next to my house so if you're walking by it happens to be walking by on Rishana and you hear the shofar so what would be the halacha does it count does it not count if he thought about it if he stopped and he said well i am hearing the shofar what a beautiful mitzvah and he like really took it into account that he's hearing and he's fulfilling the, the obligation of doing of shofar by hearing the uh, shofar and stopping. Then he eats But if he just happened to walk by and he remembered later, oh, do I have to do the shofar? No, I walked by, I heard the shofar. You're not, you'll say. But when the listener directed his mind to his obligation, why does that matter? The other one, the blower, did not intend to blow for the listener's sake. Here we're dealing with a community. I'm sorry, whose mind is on everyone, the person, the shalach tzibar. Like when you're making kiddush, you don't just say like, oh, I'm, I'm, I have in mind this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. You say, I have in mind everyone. It's just better. Tashmak, um, here Bryce said that um, gives a disproof for Rabbi Zera's opinion. It's coming to me, it's coming to me. The listener had intense, but that one making me blast, blowing the shofar did not have intense. Since coming to me, it's coming to me. Or the one making the blast heard had intense, but the listener did not have intense. In either case, the listener has not fulfilled his obligation. Until both the listener and the one making the blast heard have intense. It is saying that the case of the blur is similar to the case of the listener as follows. So the blower blows only for himself. And yet the breath of the teachers in the first case, the listener is not Yotzei, the Tanai here, Buzair's ruling is the subject of a Machlokas Tanayim. The Tanayim is on the right. The listener must listen for his own sake. The one making the blast can make it be heard even by the way. What does that stand for? Bet, what, Dalid, R, Aleph, we talking about? So what are we talking about? Concerning a one who blows for an individual, he's not Until both the listener and the one making the the um the blow have specific intent for the listeners. Mitzvah Rabbi Zera followed with Rabbi Yossi's opinion. Great. Mishnah time. Mishnah time. Mishnah. Mishnah. Mishnah time. Do 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 do. The high akasha yarn Moshe yad v'gar the Torah relates that it happened that when Moshe raised his hand, Bnei Israel was stronger. Great. So imagine Bnei Israel is fighting each other. I don't have a good mashal for this, but imagine Bnei Israel is fighting each other. This is Bnei Israel. This is the bad guy. They're fighting each other. Blah, 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 whatever. And then Moshe comes in and he raises his hands. I don't know why I use the tie for this, but 
Moshe raises his hand, they're winning. Bnei Israel eats the bad guys. But do Moshe's hand win the battle or lose the battle? Does Moshe's hand determine if they're going to win or not win? No, certainly not. This is coming to tell you because so as long as Bnei Israel look his upwards and put their heart to their father in heaven. That's a song. Father in heaven, how you miscabin, they would win. But if not, I know from they would fall. Kyote, but over at the Omer, and you may say similar thing with regard to the following cause of Halazo. Sorrow of his motto on the Isashim that the motion make yourself a fiery serpent and place it on a pole. I call a Nashur, Ra Otovahai, and it will be that anyone who's bitten will look at it and live. But does a serpent kill or does a serpent restore life? I'm terrified of snakes. No, but does it really do that? I don't understand. I was interested in talking about whether Hashem looked upwards, looked at Shemayim, Shabdin, and Slibam, Labim, Shashmayim, and put their hearts to their Father in heaven. Hayim is wrathing. They were healed. They love it if not tiny mokin, but if not, they perished from this snake. Very scary. Kharish, a deaf person, Shota, a drunkard. We call it an animal in Motsi and Srabin Dehobason cannot cause the public to fill their obligations that cause the general Halach Al Kosh in Mikhuyov, but the Rabbi was not himself obligated in a particular mitzvah, you know, Motsi at Srabin Vidvara mitzvah at Idehobason cannot cause the public to fill their obligation. Yeah. Freed slaves, the tumtum androgynous, a tumtum and an androgynous. We're not going to get into that. And one who is half slave and half free man. What does that mean? I'm not sure. Tumtum in Momotsi, a tumtum cannot cause another to fill his obligation. Low as Mina, not another person of his type. Low as Shane of Mina, and not another person not of his type. Androgynous Motsis Mina. And androgynous can cause another one of his type to fulfill the mitzvah. Another androgynous father the mitzvah. Below Shaino Minon, but not another person not of his type. One who is half slave and half freeman in a motse cannot cause another to fulfill obligation. Like let's say his right side, he's a free person. On his left side, he's left. He's a slave person. I'm joking. That's not how it actually is. In a motse, cannot cause another to fulfill obligation. Lois Mino, not another person of his type. at Shaino Mino, and not another person of his type. Amar Mar said, said, all are obligated in the um, mitzvah of blowing the shofar. Kahan and Livia and Israel. Pshita, pshita, pshita. It's obvious. E honey, If these people are not obligated, man, who is obligated? Calling them, leaving them, and you saying, make up our generation, make up cloudy Israel. Who's obligated? No. I mean, maybe, but no. It was necessary for the Tana to teach that the Quran are obligated. Because he had not done so, it might enter your mind that I would say, Since it's written regarding Rosh Hashanah, it shall be a day of blowing for you. The implication is that it's only someone who's subject, who is to do a mitzvah, of blowing merely once a year, who's obligated in the blowing of Rosh Hashanah. Since they're subject to performing the blowings all year. As then you should blow on the trumpets over your carbonola. Say that they are not obligated to blowing over tells that all classes, all parts of the Israel are obligated, including the Kohanim. Just, oh, oh, we're going to connect this to the shirt that I'm wearing. What shirt am I wearing? I'm wearing the Every is a Fire shirt by Thank You Hashem, right? So just, 
So Kohanim, Levim, and Yisraelim are all Chiyav in the mitzvah of Shofar. Great. They're all Chiyav in the mitzvah of Shofar. So you would have thought that the Kohanim are not because they do the mitzvah all year round. No, every year's a fire. Really, every single year has that mitzvah. Great, awesome. Nidami, but is it similar? How so there in the case of the carbon, the mitzvahs with trumpets, hacha shofar, whereas here on Rishon, it's with a shofar. Rather, it was necessary. Because he had not, had he not done so, you might not have thought to say, oh, it's not. Since within the Mishnah, Shabbat Hayova, Rosh Hashanah, Lutkiat, Lubrachos. While I'm definitely going to send that to them, they're going to listen to it and be so proud of me. So the laws of the Yovah here are identical to the halachos of Rosh Hashanah with regard to the blowing and the blow. Brachoman, the ite, mitzvah, Hayova. Only someone who's subject to the mitzvah of Yovel here in its entirety, a ite mitzvah Shana is subject to the mitzvah of blowing the shofar on Shana, but honey Kalana, but these Kalana and Vim, Hola, the lace and the mitzvah of Lessons are not subject to the mitzvah of Yovel here in its entirety. At this time, within the Mishnah, Kalana, the Vim, Merchon, Olim, Kalana, and the Vim may sell the property anytime we go out in Lolam and may redeem it anytime. Ema, the mitzvah of Shana, Loli, Chayavu, they're not obligated to the mitzvah of blowing the shofar on Shana either. Come on, the Hanan never tells us that they are indeed obligated. Misha Chetio Evad Vachetio Ben Horeman was half slave and half free man, and a moti cannot cause another fellow's obligation. Law as mean of law as Shainaminum, nor not another person of his type, and not another person not of his type. And we're going to say the last one, moti, but this half free man can cause himself to fulfill his own obligation. I'm a little bit of a little bit of who knows. Moshe Lachim, the law is different regarding where the half free man blows for others, in which case, by the rules, that he cannot cause him to fulfill the obligation to Afetzar Abduhu Abdos. It's not because the enslaved part of him cannot come, Mumapik Sailchers, and cause the free part of the others to fulfill the mitzvah. If so, then he blows for himself as well. His enslaved part cannot come. And because it causes his free part to fulfill the mitzvah? What? It not even cause himself to fulfill the Shabbat obligation. It was also, it was also, it was also time the Braisa. It was half slave and half free men. Afla Asma, you know, Moti can't even cause himself as well to fulfill his own shoulder obligation. So, who in the world is fulfilling his obligation? I don't know. Um, Tana Habebrei de Rabbi Zera, Ahava, the son of Rabbi Zera. That is a sick name. Imagine being named Ahava, love, straight love, right? Because every year is a fire, every year is a fire, and we love every single year, no matter what. Um, call a brachos kulan with regard to all the brachos. The rule is that even though one has filled up one obligation to recite a particular bracha, Moti can, can cause others to fill their obligation to say the bracha, with the exception of the brachat and the bracha of wine. In those cases, the bracha that if you do not yet fulfill their own obligation, Moti can cause others to fill their own obligation. But if you already fulfilled the obligation in a Moti, he cannot cause others to fill their obligation. But Rava, Rava asked. What did he ask? Oh, we're about to finish the parak. Oh, about to finish the parak on the drop. Oh, okay, let's actually do it. With regard to the bracha of bread, that is part of the saying of made before eating the matzah. We say hamotzi lachem and aret. Is it really hamotzi lachem and aret? Not really. And the bracha of wine that is part of the mikdash shabbos or chag. We say that since the eating the matzah was the saying of the kiddush, the saying of the words of the kiddush. Is an obligation upon the person, but one Jew can fill another obligation to say the bracha of enjoyment, even if he's already filled his own obligation, or the more maybe bracha lachovahi, which each bracha of enjoyment um, is not inherently an obligation of respect the mitzvah until he cannot say it for one another. Tashmagam, you're following proof from the following. 
When we were at Rav Papi's house, we would say Kiddush for us. And when afterwards, his share carbers would come in from outside, he would say Kiddush for them too. Well, what a nice guy say Kiddush twice. Double the wine, double the wine. Because you know, on Shabbos, we have a Neshama Yisera. We have an extra Neshama to help us cope with the extra wine, the extra bosser, the extra meat, the extra, the extra singing, the extra Kiddusha we have on Shabbat. Learn that this Shabbos from my mom, because uh, she went to the kidney donor Shabbaton, because she is a kidney donor. She also has a podcast. I might be on it. Uh, anyways, I don't know if I was supposed to say that, so don't quote me on that. Person cannot bring up a piece of bread for, for yes. Unless he's eating with them, of a person who live in So if we can bring bread for the children and other young members of his household, it's in order to train them in the performance of the mitzvot. To be halal megillah concerning halal megillah, even though one is fulfilled his obligation, moti he has discharges obligation of others. Hajon Allah rauhu vestin. We shall return to you. Why should we return to him? Because we love it so much. We love learning Kaira so much. We're going to return to it. And we're going to do Chazara. And then after that, we're going to do Chazara. And after that, we're going to do Chazara. I'm really into this. Rabbi Newman and Rahar right now. I'm not sure why, but I am. Let's do this. Parak Yom Tov. Parak Yom Tov. We just finished Mesachas Yom Tov. Now we're going Parak Yom Tov. Wow. Double whammy. The Mishnah is about to discuss the Halakha of Shofar Blanc and Hashanah occurs on Shabbos. It's actually very, very cool. We're almost done with the, almost done with the Masech. And it seems like almost yesterday when I was talking about getting everyone hyped for October 11th when our shir was going to come starting. Baruch Hashem, we've had over 1,000 listeners come since that day. And it's not even the end of Masech. So let's slam that and let's keep going. Yeah, that's right. Dance a little bit. Okay, great. Yom Tov Shabbat 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 Fell on Shabbos like the Shai token. They would blow the shofar on the Beit Midash, Shabbos Medina, but not in the Medina. Mishachar Beit Hamikdash, the Beit Midash was destroyed. His king Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, token of Chomakom Sheish Babaisin. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai instituted that they should blow the shofar wherever there's a basin. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai said, "Hello, his king Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, be Yavne Bilad." Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai instituted the practice only in Yavne. Rabbi Yochanan said to me, "Echad Yavne, echad Chomakom Sheish Babaisin." Instituted both for Yavne and for any other places that there is a basin. The Ozos hides Yerushalmi Teraliyavana. Yavna, and in this additional respect, was Yushlaim superior to Yavna, Yushlaim Yerah Kodesh. Um, Shikol Yerushu Hurawed, anytime I can see Yushlaim, Shomas, and here, Kuroban was near, Yuchlalavo, and it would come to Yushlaim, Token would blow the shofar on Shabbat, Yavna, Lohelu, Token, Alavisin, Blah. Whereas now they're going to only blow in the base in itself. Now the Gemara is going to look for the source for the halacha that the shofar is generally not blown on Shabbat. That is the practice that we do nowadays as well. From where is this matter derived? How do we know this? There's a scriptural contradiction regarding the Shana. One Pazik says, a rest day, remembrance of true sounding. Another Pazik says, a day of true sounding shall be for you. The Pazik implies the Shofar must just be remembered. No, that's from Arvib Sachem. That's my bad. Um, I will go more in tomorrow. So, rest day and remembrance of Shiroz, uh, Yom Shiroz, yeah, yeah, is no difficulty. Can be Yom Tov, Shachalios, Mishabs. Clearly, there is a difficulty with my understanding of Rosh Hashanah and Pesach. Never mind. Okay, so here in the first passage, the Torah refers to a year when the Yom Tov of Rosh Hashanah falls on the Shabbos. Can be Yom Tov, Shachalios, Whereas there, in the second passage, it refers to a year when the Yom Tov falls on a weekday. So, on a weekday, we are commanded to sound the Shofar, but on the Shabbos, we are commanded to just remember it 
merely commemorated, which, how can we do that? Saying Shofaros during, uh, during the thing after Shachars. Musaf. I forgot what it was called for a second. Wow, it was bad. Ahmad Abu said, Oh, made the rice he, but it's it, it made the rice that the belonging shofar is included on Jabba's. It's from the Taira. It's from the Taira Akadashim. So, how could they have blown it in the Bidimidash for Odin for the Murakhailah? This act of blowing the shofar has not ever been labored. It's Sheikh Kralam Auten. That a puzzle should be required to exclude during on Jabba's. The Tanit Vishmuel, because the Brighta was taught in the Academy of Shmuel. Scripture said, The Taira says, You shall not do. You should not do laborious labor on Shabbat. Excluded from this is are the blowing of shofar or the hapat and the removal of bread from oven. Since each is just a skin, it's not considered a malacha. It's permitted to blow the shofar on Shabbos. So now there's not like this. But Rabbanon who digs or behave, but it's in the Rabbanon who decreed against it. In accordance with the dictum of Rabba, Rabba, Dama Rabba, Rabba said, I call Chayvim Mitzikashovar. I'm just arguing the shofar. Vehena called Kiat, Bikin, Mitzikashovar. But not even is proficient. And shofar blowing, not everyone knows how to build a shofar. And Gazer Shema Yitlanu, Biadavidiach, Eitzel Habaki, with a mode. So rather, for the Rabbanon issue, the decree against blowing shofar on Shabbat, let's take a shofar in his hands. And go to an expert to learn how to blow it. And then by accidentally transported four amos to a public domain, which is a violation of their rights. That's called chutzah. By the time of the love, and it's also the reason for the decree against taking the lulav on the day of Sukkot that falls on the on Shabbos. By the time of the Megillah, and it's also the reason we decree against reading the Megillah on the Purim that falls on Shabbos. All of this is just uh, like in Brachos, the first half of Shas, the first half of Shas, Mamish, the first. The first Misa in Shas, where when we ask sons were coming back from Mishnah and it was too late, they said, Rebbe, should we say Kriyashma? They said, no, no, no. Whenever the Chachamim say, you know, the Chachamim holds um, Tilchatot. And then when we said, or maybe it was Rebbe, I don't remember. They said, whenever the Chachamim say that they are, that you can do something Tilchatot, they really mean Tilchatot. So then the obvious question is, why in the world, why didn't they just say Tilchatot? Oh, so you could separate, you could further yourself from even coming close to doing an Avera. So just like in the case of the Chachamim and um, the Mishtab, so you would want to say that Chazul, because let's say by accident you fall asleep and you wake up in the morning, you forget Sishma, Bem, Avera. So here in the same case, so let's say you're going to go. So Rabbanu made a whole gazer against blowing shofar on Shabbos because you might take a shofar in your hands, go to an expert, and then by accidentally bring it for almost through a Rabim, which is Asur Midaraisa. Really, it's not so likely in there's ways to get around it, but since then they decided that you should not, they should not do it. Okay. After the Bidimidash was destroyed, Rabbi Yochan ben Zaka instituted that they should blow the shofar whenever there is a basin. Once happened, Rosh Hashanah fell on Shabbos that the sun had been exiled to Yavim by Yukola Aramis And residents of all these surrounding towns gathered in Yavim to hear the blowing of the shofar. Rabbi Yochan ben Zaka said to the sons of Tehra, and it's called that it's called the shofar. Rabbi said, Nadun, first. Consider whether it's proper to do so. Amr Lahem, Rabban Yochan Mitzaka says, Them Nitzcha, Lachan Kachnadun. Let us blow in their to Consider whether this fact should continue in the future. Lachan Shalatu, after they had blown, Amr Lahem, the Ptah said to him, Nadun, okay, now let's consider it. Amr Lahem, he said to them, Kvanish Makarim, Yavna, the horn has already been heard on Shabbos and Yavna, made Meshivin Lachar Masa, and one should not refute the basin after the deed has been done. Which, this doesn't really make any sense because why would you say, like, hey, I'm going to do the, 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 the thing that could potentially be wrong first? And then we'll check if it's okay. Do the opposite way. But they didn't. So 
they know more than me. So okay, yeah, go for them. Amr the best lawyer is gonna be the Zaka Eli Avin Bilbar Amri Lovakhari Avin Vakumagum Shishba based. Then Amr no, okay, yeah. Rebizar said Rebihum and Zaka uh put this practice in only in Yavna. They said to him Rebihum and Zaka instituted both for Yavna and for any other place which there is a base in Amr Lo Hai Nutana Kama. Ikabina Hu Bodena the Akriya. They said to him, it's the same as that of the Tanakama. So what's the difference? There's actually a difference between them, the Tanakama and those two Shalant Rebbe regarding a, um, a base in, a transit base in. And they said to him, Rebbe instituted both for Yavna and for any other place in which there's a base in. Said the Chashiv of Rafuna in Basin, and the blowing must be done with Basin. My in Basin, what is the meaning of with Basin? Bifne Basin means in the presence of Basin. That Pukesh, so Bifne Basin low. And the Rafuna comes to sleep blowing outside the presence of Basin, which may not be done. Shkayach Reb Noyach. Okay, I think that's where we're going to end it today. Um, tomorrow's daf is a shtick along. I mean, it's going to be a shtickle gishmak. Every daf is a shtickle gishmak. Just like every is a fire, every daf's gishmak. Um, I hope you have an amazing day. Tomorrow we're going to figure out what this really means with Basin, and we're going to figure out the uh, whole discussion of Rafuna. And yeah, I hope everyone has an incredible rest of your day. Sayonara. I will see you. Bezras Hashem. Tomorrow.